Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We got a lot to get to over the next five hours. We will welcome in Justin Termini a little bit later on from Sirius XM NBA Radio, who is one of my favorite NBA guests to have on the show because JT is well-connected, does a show five days a week with Eddie Johnson, gets unbelievable access from the league, but he pulls no punches. And listen, that's what I'm looking for. Guys who are going to pull no punches to what is going on with the dumpster fire and the joke that is the New York Knickerbockers, and we'll get to them a little bit later on, trust me, as they get smoked by the Utah Jazz on Wednesday night. You got more sell the team chance. You got more people getting booted from Madison Square Garden. And again, they continue to be the gift that keeps on giving. They continue to be the butt of all jokes because of how poorly run they have been from the top on down and these controversies that come out of nowhere that dominate. That's how the Knicks can be and remain relevant. It's the only way. Because it's sure not to do with their performance that you're watching on the basketball court. That is as irrelevant as it gets. These sideshows, these subplots, these nonsensical items that I got to be honest, I'm sick and tired of talking about. I am so sick and tired of coming on the air and breaking down the ins and outs of everything that is wrong with the franchise Everything that is wrong with the owner, I'm sick of it. I'm beyond sick of it. Because it's basically been like an 18 and 19 year soap opera that continues to have this miserable, miserable story. It's not fun. It's not enjoyable. And Anybody who would think that I like coming on the air talking about this stuff, you don't know me too well. You don't know me too well. Because I'd love to come on the air and actually talk about meaningful Nick basketball. In February, in March, in April. That'd be a lot more appealing to me. Not the case with this owner. Because this owner has presided on way too many years that are over before, let's be honest, they even start. And this year was in that category. And listen, what happened the other night is a perfect example 
and the aftermath of what happened the other night of why this team continues to search for relevance from a positive standpoint. Because when it comes to benefit of the doubt, when it comes to handling a PR situation, now the Knicks, they'll put a clinic on how not to run a situation the right way. And how about this, by the way? And I was thinking about this really over the last four to six weeks, but I'm sitting here in the studio. I came in after SNY, so I was here early, and I'm watching a good majority of the Dallas Mavericks-New Orleans Pelicans game. And terrific game. Luka Doncic is a stud. Zion Williamson, remember him? Remember some people were trying to lecture me that he wouldn't be a good NBA player? I mean, where are you people? You people are hiding. You people are nowhere to be found. Because many of you were rather vocal. Many of you were rather extreme in saying that he would be a total stiff in the NBA. That he would not be a top-notch player. That he would not have a lengthy career. And again, his body holding up is a question. I totally get that. But skill level and style and a lot of these elements were questioned last year. And I remember coming on the air after multiple Duke games last year telling you guys, look, he is dominant. He's filling up stat sheets. He's playing great defense. He plays team basketball. He's a physical freak that's going to be a load for any college, NBA, you name it type of player to be able to guard. So, in a way, I feel very vindicated watching Zion Williamson basically average 24 points per game in his rookie season in the NBA. And I'm not looking to rag on the Knicks when it comes to not getting Zion. They missed out by two picks. What I am going to rag on are the folks who made it perfectly clear to me that he won't thrive in the NBA. I'd like some of you to own it. Eh, not asking too much. Own it. That's all. Many of you won't, but you know what? If you called my show and you tweeted at me that you don't believe Zion's going to be any good, admit that you were wrong. That's all I want you to do. I admit when I'm wrong all the time. When I give you a bad opinion, when it turns out a couple of years down the road, like Greg Bird, for example. I thought Greg Bird was going to be a terrific New York Yankee. Guy flat out stunk. Couldn't stay on the field. You face the music. So the anti-Zion crowd that has vanished into thin air. Nothing but crickets out of you guys lately. I put a smile on my face. But I digress because there was another guy I was taking a look at. Not just Luca, Not just Zion. In this Mavericks-Pelicans game. That player would happen to be one Kristaps Porzingis. Did you know, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that Kristaps Porzingis, since February the 1st, is averaging 27 points per game, 11 rebounds per game, three assists, two blocks, basically shooting 50% from the field, 27 and 11 since February the 1st. Where are the Knicks fans that sat here a year ago and defended that trade? Where are you? Can't find you. Nobody, and I mean nobody, can sit here and tell me the way the Knicks handled that situation was the right and proper way to go about things. You couldn't be more wrong. We know what the dream was last year. 
oh, Durant is coming. Oh, Kyrie is coming. Oh, they're going to have Kyrie, Durant, and Zion on a team together. Well, they went over three. And we all said at the time, at least I did, I can't speak for others. If the New York Knickerbockers, with in free agency, you will look back on that Porzingis trade and say, what in the world were we doing? Listen to these last four games for Porzingis. Just listen. 28 points, 12 rebounds. 24 points, 13 rebounds. 38 points, 13 rebounds. 34 points, 12 rebounds. Much like Zion Williamson, I get it. Durability is a question for KP6, will continue to be a question for KP6. That's fine. What exactly did you get in return? You want to remind me? You ended up with mm, Dennis Smith Jr., oh baby. You ended up with a couple of first-round picks that, guess what, will be in the 20s, that will not sniff the lottery, that will be mediocre. You basically took Christoph's Porzingis and traded him 30 cents on a dollar. Now, thankfully, the president of basketball operations who presided over this is no longer here. And I know exactly what I'm going to hear from the apologist of the trade. Well, JJ, the Knicks couldn't make KP happy. They couldn't find a way to work things out. Who does that speak to? You want to tell me it speaks to the player somewhat? Okay. When we're talking about player and we're talking about organization, guess what? I'm going to be far more critical of an organization that has been a joke over the last two decades as opposed to being critical over a player. There is nobody in their right mind who could sit there and tell me if they could do it over again, they would have made that trade with the Dallas Mavericks. Don't tell me cap flexibility, please. What are you using it on? Julius Randle? Please. Please. First round picks, they ain't lottery picks. Dennis Smith Jr.? Nonsense. That trade was a disaster for the Knicks. Because they didn't hit it big in free agency. Newsflash, they ain't hitting it big in free agency this coming year. Taking a guy who's going to be an all-star caliber player and dumping him? Not good luck. And a trade that will continue to look worse and worse and worse from a Knicks standpoint. Why? Because look at what the Dallas Mavericks are doing. That's a team that's only getting better. They're not getting worse. Luka KP, that's going to be a fun dynamic duo for years. One of those guys could have been here. Think about that for a minute. So that is the sickening thought of the day. Well, sorry I had to bring it up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. But when you're watching Kristaps Porzingis doing his thing, and you're watching the Dallas Mavericks ascend, yeah, doesn't exactly have me smiling. But we get to the other big basketball topic of the night, and I was captivated by this game. I was into this game. I thought it was stupendous, stupendous basketball between the Villanova Wildcats and the Seton Hall Pirates as Seton Hall was trying to win the Big East title outright and... They're going to have to wait a couple more days to do so as Villanova wins by the score of 79 to 77. And look, Villanova is a team that historically under Jay Wright 
has shot the lights out from three. They have not been as good a three-point shooting team this year, even though they find themselves in the top 15. Villanova hit 13 threes. Moore hit five. Gillespie hit two. Bay hit two. 13 threes. Got them going in the early portion of the second half. And you know what you noticed here in this game? At least I did. Miles Powell on his senior night, who was as emotional and was as fired up as it gets, was clearly off his game. This is a trend we're going to be mindful of. I can guarantee it come next year. This notion that senior night leads to great success. I'll give you three examples. Lamar Stevens at Penn State was terrible on Wednesday. Marcus Howard on Saturday when Seton Hall beat Marquette. Marcus Howard did not play particularly well. Miles Powell was off his game. 5-18 from the four. 3-10 from three. He gives you 14-8, and eight, but that is not the Miles Powell you expect, especially if you want to win against one of the better teams in the nation in Villanova. But this looked like a game that was going to be a comfortable Villanova win. Villanova got up by about 9 to 10 points. It looked like they were going to be in cruise control. Seton Hall kept fighting. Seton Hall had two unbelievable looks at the end of this game with Villanova struggling to close it out. Villanova was awful down the stretch of this game trying to hit foul shots. They struggled mightily trying to hit foul shots. Miles Powell had a three-point look. Thought it was going down. Didn't fall. Then, after Villanova misses some more foul shots, Quincy McKnight, I thought, should have went right down the lane and should have tried to initiate contact and put a shot up inside the paint instead of kicking it out for, yes, an open three, but a mystery. Villanova was the better team on Wednesday. Villanova played like a team that was ticked off after what happened against Providence. And they played like a team that wanted to enact some form of revenge after Seton Hall went down to their building and took care of them. No shame in losing this game. But I think it matters a whole lot for Seton Hall winning a Big East regular season crown. They want to win it outright. It'll require a win in a very hostile environment in a very tough place to play. And we might be looking at Seton Hall falling back into that three-line category. Here's what I do know. Sign me up right now for round three of Villanova and Seton Hall about a week from now at the Big East Tournament. When I am in Las Vegas at the Sportsbook in the Cosmopolitan or maybe I'm hanging out at Legacy Stadium, I expect to be watching that game. Now, I don't know if it's going to be in a semifinal or a championship. We'll have to wait and see. But Villanova and Seton Hall in two matchups have certainly put on a show. Round two goes to the Wildcats. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.